Welcome to Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we have a special guest in the studio. Um, her name is San- Sandy Petrie. She has started a new apostolate called Under Mary's Mantle. So we're going to talk to her today. Normally, we would go to Dr. Chris Bergwald next, but he's on vacation or something this week. So <laughs> we get no biblical bites with Dr. B, but I have no doubt that Sandy is going to fill our time very well. So uh, we're going to go right to our interview today. Sandy, welcome to Catholic Views. Thank you. As Sandy, uh, you, um, I met you at the um, uh, Con- gosh, conference, what? conference for Life and Families. Thank you. Yeah, the celebration mm-hmm. of Life celebration. and Families. Yes, <laughs> celebration. Yes, <laughs> I forget what it was called. This was just a couple weeks ago. Uh, Sandy stopped me and told me about her apostolate, and uh, I thought, you know, we need to get her on Catholic Views because, um, first of all, it's a really good apostolate. Um, really interesting work that you're doing. And this is what we're encouraging our diocese to do, is to step out and find ways to do the thing that God is asking you to do. And sometimes that's really hard. <laughs> but you are not you are not alone. There have been many people in the diocese so far who have stepped up to do the thing that God's asking them, to start their apostolate, whatever it may be. Um, and so we, I wanted to bring you in to talk about that and how you did this and why you did this and how it's going. So again, thanks for being here. Yes, you're right. welcome. So let's start, if you would, by just telling us a little bit about yourself and kind of your journey as a Catholic, if you would. Okay. Well, I was uh, uh, born, raised um, at Leola, which is in the northern part of the state. Mm-hmm. Grew up on a farm. Uh, my mother is Catholic, and um, and so we raised Catholic. Sure. My father uh, was raised as a Protestant, mm-hmm. um, First Reformed, I believe, or something, but he was always supportive of our Catholic upbringing. Good. And, uh, you know, and he wanted, you know, he wanted the best for us. And uh, so anyway, uh, and my grandmother, uh, my mother comes from a very strong Catholic family, so my grandmother was a great influence in my sure. life also, yep. Yep. a great influence. And, um, and so um, my mother did the bulk of, you know, providing the Catholic faith along mm-hmm. with the community, and mm-hmm. we had a great, you know, religious upbringing there in the community. Yeah. And uh, and then, uh, so, um, after I attended college then, I moved to Sioux Falls with mm-hmm. my first professional job there. And What did uh, you do? And, uh, or what well, do I, you do? <laughs> I, I worked for um, Occupational Safety and Health Administration okay. Okay. in their offices there, and, um, and so I you know, was there. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I experienced a, a conversion of sorts. Okay. And, um, and I was living, I was actually living in an apartment a half block from the cathedral. Okay. And, uh, and so I'd get off work at 4.30 and there was mass at 5.15. And so I became a regular attendee at the, sure. the mass then always. And after my conversion, um, you know, really dedicated myself to the Lord at that time. Then. Yeah. And, um, and I met my husband during that time then, and uh, so we were married at the cathedral, mm-hmm. and uh, our first three children were actually baptized there. Members nice. of and lived, wow. we lived in the in the area, and, yep. And uh, so it was a great influence in my life, you know, yeah. just continuing on, you know, and, and doing other ministries within the church there then yeah. at the cathedral, and um, and then when we had our first baby, then um, that's uh, you know when you know I got involved with uh, other women's meetings and sure. so on. So. Sure. Yeah, so you've been so doing this for a little while, kind of um, really involved in the church. I find it really mm-hmm. interesting that you say you had a conversion because you're a cradle Catholic, obviously. Right. But mm-hmm. as as cradle Catholics, 
there, it, there's very different stories because many of us kind of have a very slow conversion over time. That's kind of been my story where it's been kind of incremental. And then others who are even cradle Catholics will have more of a, a, a more instantaneous, for the lack of yeah. a better word, conversion that kind of right. sets them on a different path mm-hmm. all of a sudden. That yeah. sounds like that was kind of your Definitely, experience. definitely. Yeah. yeah, there was a point in my life where, you know, I had reached yep. and, uh, you know, that just, that took place that time then. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the Lord Very nice. definitely drew drew me into him. So yeah. he's like, "Hey, Sandy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about your apostolate. Um, it's called Under Mary's Mantle. Can you tell us what this is and how it came about? Um, well, how it came about um, was the Lord actually at work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we had lived, uh, like I said, we had lived in Sioux Falls, but then um, at, we had three children. And at that time, we were thinking we both wanted to move to the country. Mm-hmm. And so we moved to Salem then because my husband's grandfather had homesteaded um, out oh, there sure. a farm. So yeah. we live on a farm then so we could raise our eight children. We have eight children then. Oh. And uh, so so we moved out there. Um, but I had been involved in um, the Leachy League, you know, when oh, we yeah. lived in Sioux Falls then. Yeah. And actually, my husband and I have been involved with the Couple to Couple League mm-hmm. also in Sioux Falls mm-hmm. and, um, you know, involved with that. And um, and actually, we became um, teachers of natural climate planning then nice. and taught for 25 years in the diocese. Wow. But, you know, I needed, like, all of a sudden here I was at home with my first baby and I needed, you know, some kind of a support group yeah. or something. Yeah. And a woman uh, from the parish gave me a call. And um, she asked if I was going to be doing the um, um, mother's group, or not the mother's group, I'm sorry, the um, babysitting uh, that we had oh. for the children. Okay, that was our sure. service activity, and I was a leader for the junior Catholic daughters. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to know if we'd be ha- providing that service for the masses again so the parents could attend mass without their little ones. Mm-hmm. And so um, I said, no, I wouldn't be doing that because I just had a baby. Yeah, you're like, I'm kind of busy. <laughs> and she said, oh, you just had a baby? She says, well, I'm having a meeting at my house um, in, you know, a few weeks or whatever. Uh, would you like to come? And I said, definitely said yes. Yeah. And it was a Lilichi League meeting. And so I couldn't wait. I just couldn't wait until that day when I could go and be with other moms because mm-hmm. I knew no one who was at home. I'd either sure. gone to school or worked full time. And uh and all of a sudden, here I was with this little baby who couldn't visit with me or talk with me, <laughs> respond to me much. She needs some adult conversation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so um, I went to the meeting then, and I'll never forget when I opened that door and I saw all these moms, you know, young moms with their babies and young children. And then there was a more mature woman who was the leader then. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know, she said, you know, with the introductions that she had nine children and her youngest was five. And wow. so she became, and she had a co-leader with her also, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. She provided um, a lot of leadership and mentoring to all of us too. Mm-hmm. So, so in addition to, you know, what we learned at each meeting, you know, she, you know, provided, you know, this mentoring also. Sure. And, but the other thing was all the fellowship, you know, with all the moms and everything. So anyway, when we moved to out to the country, then you know, all of a sudden there, you know, I didn't, we didn't know anyone out right, there, right? Right. And here I was, and and 
and you know we had the three already, but I I missed that fellowship. I missed that you know group experience, and so um, and but then we became involved you know with children in school and so on. Sure. And so that just sure. kind of went away. So time yeah, but and then time as, starts to go by. And, and that's right. <laughs> yeah. But you know that kept coming back to me. It's like okay. there needs to be this. I'd see young moms, you know, their mm-hmm. babies or something for them. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the Lord kind of kept pushing me through the years then. and uh, So it's always so it's kind of been started. in the back of your mind for a while. Kind of, yes. Yeah. yeah, some kind of support group for families, you know, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So what was the impetus yeah. that made you actually do it? Finally. Well, I, I guess they're kind of jumping ahead then. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. Um, is that okay? Uh, or is there another fine. good part to the story <laughs> that I missed? <laughs> um, uh, I guess in somewhat of a way there, yeah. But um, when I had my fifth child... Um, there was, uh, um, we were waiting for the news to come on. So my mother, husband could watch the weather. Mm -hmm. Um, he needed to always know what the weather would be for his commute to and from Sioux Falls. Oh, sure. From Salem. With the weather that we have in our state. Especially in the winter. Yeah. So anyway, um, we were waiting for the uh, weather to come on, the news to come on. And they, we caught the last part of the Miss America pageant. Oh, and uh, so anyway, the, the winner came on and did her walk. And um, the MC started singing the song, um, Here She Is, the most beautiful, oh, yes. the most wonderful woman in all the land. And uh, here I was with this new baby, and, and it, you know, it, it struck me. It's like the most wonderful woman in all the land. You know, women who've had children, you know, where, where does that fit in? Mm-hmm. And it just struck me at that mm-hmm. point, you know, the words that Jesus had said um, on his way to Calvary. Yeah. And uh, when he was at, on the way of the cross, um, you know, if you could look at the ninth station, um, those are the only words spoken in Scripture that he said during mm-hmm. his, when he, while he was carrying his cross. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he looked at the women but he'd already fallen twice. Mm-hmm. He'd already been scourged. He was crowned with thorns um, that pierced into his head. Mm-hmm. He wasn't at a point where he, you know, could do much chit chatting or you know just right. stopping to visit. Right. And if he could have said it at any other time, why didn't he? But when he saw the women, the mothers with their children and young ba- and babies and young children, he stopped and he talked to them. Mm-hmm. And that's when he said, daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves, because the days are coming when they will say, blessed are the wombs that never bore and the breasts that have never nursed. Right. And suddenly it struck me that that's what he was talking about. I saw this most wonderful, most beautiful woman in all the land, and I'm thinking, he was talking about right now. Mm -hmm. He was talking about these days right now. Right. And um, he was talking, I mean, there's so many things that fall into this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have abortion, we yeah. have contraception, we have all the things that entice women to not have children mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe give up like a, a sports scholarship or um, or a, a career or something um, and, and uh, employers who want women to, you know, get back to work as soon as possible mm-hmm. or they'll lose, you know, pay and have to, right. you know, whatever. And um, and so we have, you know, quite a bit of that happening. Mm-hmm. So that's where this kind of stems from, too, is sure. like, you know, he, Jesus addressed this subject. Yeah. Yeah. He was thinking of us. Yeah, he was. Then. 
I had never put those two together, yeah. but that's very insightful to connect that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's very powerful. Okay. So fast forward a little bit, because how long have you been doing the Under Mary's Mantle? Okay. Um, well, started it um, with the Lord's inspiration. Um, been doing it since, uh, we, this is the second year. Okay. So it's, it's, it's in the infancy stages. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, starting steps. Um, so this is the summer now is the fifth series of them. Okay. So, and. So tell me um, what, so it, what it's about, if you okay. would, because yes. we haven't mm -hmm. gotten to that part yet. So right. yeah, right. why don't you fill us okay. in on how, yes. how it's set up and, and who's it for? Okay. It's for mothers with young children mm -hmm. um, that are expecting or have a newborn baby and the first three, you know, the early years sure. of motherhood. Okay. And um, it consists of a series of five meetings. Okay. And it's patterned after a Lalichi League. Um, sure. They would have four meetings, one month apart, and uh, with different topics at each one. Mm -hmm. And when a series finished, then they'd start another series. Right. And so this is patterned in the same manner as the Lalichi League, um, which now date. Well, it's a good thing um, you're doing this. So. So, it, but they lost their Catholic emphasis. They, it sure. was started by seven Catholic women, and it, it lost that because uh, you know they wanted to become you know not affiliated with sure. any religion. Sure. And uh, and so you know this is Catholic focused then, and um, like I said, with the Lord's inspiration, because yes, He has been you know asking me to do this. So <laughs> so anyway, I thought, okay, I need your help. <laughs> I need I need uh, you. You're going to have to do this if this is right. going to happen. You need right. to. Help me do this. And um, so our meetings are patterned, like I said, then after Lilichi League. So there's five meetings, uh, but they're held biweekly. Okay. So every two weeks, mm -hmm. just because we live in a fast-paced society. And so, you know, I just know that, you know, to to retain interest or whatever, you know, with the, yep. our society of the young moms, you know, that's necessary then, too, is mm -hmm. to, um, you know, have them uh, – more frequently, yeah, yeah. So every two weeks, and uh, and then there's uh, five different topics. Then, so, okay. Um, uh, the first topic is, uh, is okay. Let me think here for a minute. Yeah. So um, the first one is on pregnancy and nutrition. Okay. Uh, the second one is uh, caring for ourselves and our families. Sure. The third one is the first three years. The fourth one is uh, breastfeeding and Catholic motherhood. Mm -hmm. And the fifth one is um, natural child spacing. Oh, and, sure. And that doesn't specifically mean natural family planning. Right. It means, you know, what God did from the beginning of time, mm -hmm. how he naturally, how children are naturally spaced. Mm -hmm. Because they found that when they looked through the records in Europe, that, you know, babies were born two to three years apart. Sure. Well, there were no bottles or anything like that. Right. So it was through breastfeeding mm -hmm. that babies naturally were. And in cultures where they are, you know, fully breastfeeding, yeah. that is the case also. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that that's that part of it is, yeah. you know, how does this happen? Because, you know, a lot of women have heard of, you know, the extended um, time of infertility, mm -hmm. you know, during the amenorrhea, that is what it's called, during the breastfeeding. Right. But it hasn't been happening right. in our culture because there's too many other things uh, that yeah. come into play. Work is a so. big one. <laughs> Careers kind of mm -hmm. get in the way of that and yes. yeah, kind of yes. push that out. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, you just started this. Mm -hmm. Do you have quite a, uh, is it a big group? How, how has the interest been so far? Well, it it was exactly what I had thought from the beginning. <laughs> okay, Lord. <laughs> well, this you do need, happen. I mean, you need that so, assistance because 
mm-hmm. none of us know how to do this stuff. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you yeah. did you so, reach out to the diocese? Did you go well, on your own? No, um, advertising in the in the um, parish bulletins. Oh sure. And so um, there's a regular announcements in mm-hmm. them, and uh, so um, so we had our first one in the Salem area. Mm-hmm. And then um, continued on from that then and went to, um, let's see, Sioux Falls last summer, St. Michael's, uh, Hartford, um, and Salem. I've had several there. Mm-hmm. And now this summer, our series is at uh, St. Lambert's. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were five moms at the last meeting. Mm-hmm. And um, was it four or five? But well, f- yeah, five, the fifth one couldn't make it the, at the last minute. Right. And so anyway, you know, it's the moms with their babies and young children. Mm-hmm. You know, there's kind of all this little chaos around. And <laughs> Beautiful activity. chaos, right? <laughs> yes, it is. But we had that, like I said, I have that experience. You know, the Lady League was, right. you know, the same thing. Right. And the moms are content because their little ones are, you know, there. And, uh, and the little ones are, for the most part, content then too. Right, so, right. Yeah, it's, it works out well. Yeah. So. Was there some fear for you at the beginning? Or um, is there still, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, well, definitely at the beginning. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, Lord, what do you want me to do? How are you going to, you know, do this, you know? Um, and But everything fell into place. And I guess that's kind of where it falls into the missionary discipleship yeah. because it's directly related to that, too. Yeah. Because I had been feeling this calling to do this. Actually... I, I knew that I couldn't go to sleep, you know, and know that, you know, I've done everything I've done and go to the Lord if I've, you know, if, some, right. if this was my last this day. This thing he's been asking you to do. <laughs> yes, there'd be one thing I'd have to face him with is right. like, did you do this? Um, so, so I thought, well, you're going to have to help me with this. Mm-hmm. And everything just started, you know, coming into place. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is that we had a priest um, that came two years ago, Father Stephen Jones, yeah. who is a spiritual director, mm-hmm. and uh, and he wanted all of us to come for spiritual direction. That's and, a great idea. Uh, yes, he wanted That's, everyone. Yeah, and for spiritual direction and to make holy hours. Yeah, he encouraged that so much. Yeah. So I went to him for a spiritual direction, and uh, he wanted me to do two weeks of one hour a day holy hours. Oh wow. And I kind of looked at him, and I just got this look like, um, uh, I'm a wife and a mom. (laughs) Kind of busy. And he said, is is there anything that would get in the way of that? And I just said, well, it might be a little difficult some days. How about a half hour every day? Mm -hmm. And I said, for two weeks. And I said, yeah, I think I I can manage that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you did, um, I imagine. I did for the most part. Yeah, there yep. were a couple of days there, sure. and I, I sure. told him that then. Yep. But, uh, for the most part. And so it was during that time then that the Lord really spoke to me, and um, and he wanted me to go to the Missionary Discipleship Conference. Oh, yeah. And I really didn't have any intent or want to go, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and so, so anyway, I said, yeah, okay, I'll mm-hmm. go. And so, anyway, made holy hour the next day, and then the next day after that, two days later, and I went back. Um, and um, the first thing that the Lord, uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, said, "Did you sign up for it yet?" Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Well, as soon as I get home, <laughs> but I will. <laughs> it was I very direct. <laughs> and um, and at the at that conference, then, um, well, the bishop talked mm-hmm. about the importance of this, and he. And his focus that day was on the family and yeah. the importance of the family and getting back to the family. 
and uh, and so I just I just felt like it was the Lord speaking to me, mm-hmm. and um, you know, back to the family and back to the home, away from the internet, away from TV, mm-hmm. where the words He used, and just you know, back to the family. And so it tied in so perfectly with this. And on the overhead, he had this picture of of the Holy Family in their home. Yep. Yep. And uh, and I had been thinking, trying to think of names for this group. And I, everything I'd think of was already used, or oh, somebody sure, of had course. it. <laughs> That's and so I um, and so there was Mary sitting on the side, and and um, Joseph standing there, and and Jesus, and there was Mary's mantle, and. It just came to me because I that name had been coming to me during my holy hours. Oh sure, and um, and so, so that, that there works. it was. So it was like okay, okay, this is it, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so anyway, that was you know the start of it, and the doors started opening after that point. Yeah, and you know the people I needed to speak with or get ideas from to you know get this started and support for it. And, um, you know, I had, like I said, the doors just kept opening. And I'd yeah. say, well, who should I have for a co-leader? Um, and and that, the co-leader that I've had for quite a few of the meetings, um, Lisa, she has eight children also. Oh, sure. And her youngest ones are in school yet. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, you know, she she walked into church that day and it, it was just like the Lord said, there she is. <laughs> So, really you know, helping so, the, you. so yeah, so things were just, you know, like, you know, I just have a question. Uh, and even with putting the, the formatting together mm-hmm. uh, with the leader's guide, um, because we have four books that we use then yeah. for the meetings. Yeah. And, um, you know, everything just fell into place. Yep. You know, what what parts to use. Um, I had time set aside, you know, always mm-hmm. that I could just focus on that yep. and, and the right parts came into play and the right topics. I mean, it was just, it was the Lord's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He will definitely, if you ask him, he will, he will guide you through yes. it for sure. Yes. Um, okay. Sandy, we don't have a ton of time left, so yeah. I want to do two things if mm-hmm. you could in about two, three minutes. Can you tell us what are the fruits you've seen? And then I want to make sure that people know how they can get involved or mm-hmm. how they can come to the meetings and where they can find out more information. Okay. So, well, the fruits of it are definitely, you know, from what I've seen at the meetings, mm-hmm. the mothers that are coming and then spreading the word and just, you know, more coming and more coming. And like the series we have going right now in at St. Lambert's, there's moms from other parishes, oh, too, nice. because the bulletin announcements, um, the secretaries, you know, asked, do you have a, a one again for this week? Mm-hmm. It, it's been wonderful, the support I've received from the parishes in Sioux Falls and, uh, yeah. You know the moms from all these other parishes coming besides. Mm-hmm. You know there, and so that's what's neat is to yes. see that at our meetings. You know we have the topics, and then we we share a top. I, we know we just uh, I read. You know the passages. You mm-hmm. know from those particular from that particular and it brings the faith into into something that women are going through when they have children. Anyway, I mean this mm-hmm. is a very natural thing. It's you know, but to bring the faith into it, I think is super important. Mm-hmm especially in the culture we have right yeah. now. Yeah, and I do use the Pope, Pope John Paul, uh, letter to families, letter yep. to mothers, and the role of the family in the, in the modern world, um, because there's small excerpts in there, yeah. in very supportive of mothers, and, it, and it's just incredible, yeah. you know, how much I've learned myself. Yeah, even yeah. and this. you're probably learning so. from other women, and they get to oh, learn I do. from you, who's I had do. eight children. <laughs> <laughs> I do, yeah, no, I'm learning, you know, like, where do you buy your cloth diapers, yeah. you know, that the, the yeah. things that they're sharing amongst yeah. themselves, it's like, yeah. wow, wow, I didn't know this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay, mm-hmm. so how do the, how, if someone is, if a woman is pregnant, uh, has 
very young children. How do they find out about you or get uh, involved in one of the series? Uh, well, at this point, I would like to see it, you know, go throughout the whole diocese. Mm-hmm. And so um, I do have an email that they can contact me at. Okay. And, um, you know, then that way they could request information sure. or, if possible, start a series in their own parish. Okay. Because, you know, I wouldn't be able to go, you know, no, throughout you can't the diocese go very easily. Right. But, I, you know, I could, you know, to the north part of the state. You know, my family still is up there, so right. I have a place too. But um, if they want to start a series, um, they can contact me and I can uh, forward information to them, you okay. know, what books to use and so on. Okay. Um, or a Zoom meeting of some sort then too also to sure. guide the meetings. I do like to have uh, someone go through an entire series so they're in conformity, you know, with the topics that are being taught too. Right. So that's that's kind of important. Right. And to stay with Catholic, you know, teachings. Yes. So, yes. but the email then. So I, you know, what I, is that email? Address? Okay, that is uh, it's under Mary's mantle, which is u m m six seven two six at gmail dot com. Okay. So so u m m both as in Mary u m m. Six uh, six seven two six at gmail dot com, and it's Sandy Petrie. Yes, um, <laughs> Sandy, I really appreciate you coming in today. Oh, you're uh, welcome. I'm so Thank glad you. you pulled me aside because this is really. I mean, this is really an important ministry that, like I said, in the culture we have, um, we just overturned Roe v. Wade, so it's just super right. important mm-hmm. right now. Yes. So I really thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And good luck. Let us know if we can do something else for you. Okay? Yes. Thanks a lot, Yes. Thank you. Before we wrap up today, I wanted to bring in Brianna Wingen. She is uh, in the communications office at the Chancery. I wanted to talk real quick about a movie several of us went to a couple weeks ago, Sound of Freedom. I'm sure many of you have heard about it. Um, it is stars Jim Caviezel and it is about, uh, child trafficking. And we wanted to talk about that a little bit. It's been out a lot. The movie's doing very well. Brianna. Uh, Brianna's a little bit of a sensitive soul, I would say. I am. Yes, (laughs) I am. Um, and she had a little bit of a concern about seeing the movie. So how did you feel about it? I thought it was done tastefully. Mm -hmm. Um, you understood exactly what they were uh, talking about, mm-hmm. but it was done in a way in which I didn't walk out of the movie traumatized. Right. And I think there's a lot of people who are concerned about that. Like, yes. And, and rightfully so it's a right. very tough topic. It is. And so we could compare it to, uh, of course the passion of the Christ, which Jim Caviezel was also in, mm-hmm. um, which was quite graphic. And many, many, many people have seen that movie. Yep. This is not even Loose. No, and I've seen The Passion of the Christ, and Passion of Christ was much more difficult for me yeah. to watch yeah. than Sound of Freedom. Um, I think because it was so much more graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is definitely not that at no. all. Uh, very well done. Uh, was there anything that stood out to you, or or one thing that stood out to you about the movie? Um, I was interested in the way or the direction of the movie, how it was, it focused a lot more on the backside Mm. of trafficking, uh, how the agent Tim Ballard came in and um, really learned the ins and outs of how these deals go down, how, um, and how basically how to expose 
these people and to rescue the children. Um, sure. Very interested in, in the angle they took that way. Yep. And the kids were fantastic. They were. Yes. So thanks. That's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.